a vast landscape full of adventurers. You are now listening to the world of Chaotic Amateurs. So where we left off, uh, you had uh, basically been left in the old kettle. Yep. And uh, you were tossing and turning all night, just, you know, thinking about your history with the city of Bravik and all that sort of stuff. And um, when you wake up the next morning, you go down to the bar and everybody's kind of, you know, you, you find yourself in this kind of sullen, half grumpy mood. And it kind of looks like everyone else is sort of in a sullen, half grumpy mood. Uh, but for the time being, like, there's not really much for you guys to do today. And uh, one by one, you notice uh, Yamhorn, he stands up and, you know, says he's got somewhere to be. Um, Lanston, he does the same thing. And before you know it, you're left alone in the bar thinking how you're going to pass some time. And you kind of look up above the mantel place, like where your, uh, where your instrument was hanging just the day before. <laughs> Boy, I miss that so much. <laughs> and uh, you kind of think, you know what? Let's go see if Bravik is the same city that I left it. And of course, you're kind of uh, you're kind of disguised a little bit with the help of uh, uh, Yamhorn the day before. He kind of <laughs> set you up with like a little <laughs> little disguise that'll fool like most people from a distance. But whose face did he steal? That's <laughs> <laughs> what I want to know. Um, so you press out. Onto the street in front of the old kettle. You close the door behind you. And uh, without looking back, you basically decide to explore the city a little bit. Um, I will say this. I should have mentioned this before. All right. Um, In the bar that morning, you overheard a rumor from some patrons about a kind of like famous street musician named Henadod. And so with nothing better to do, you head out into the streets with the goal of finding Henadod. Luckily for you, those uh, people gave you decent directions. They told you to head down the docks. Yo, let's go. So you make your way to the docks and uh, you notice like the architecture changes like from kind of like this. Not that Old Town was finely crafted by any means, but the closer you get to the docks, like it really seems like the more shacks there are and the more shanties and lean-tos and that sort of thing. And um, kind of like almost even poorer, even though you know that, that it's not necessarily poorer than Old Town. It just looks that way. Um, and also, you notice that... Um, there seems to be like more people enjoying like street entertainment. Like as you walk in, like there's a dude juggling over there. Uh, as you're walking over here, like here's a guy on stilts, like doing a little show. And there's a guy like telling jokes over there and a guy like, uh, doing some freestyle over there. Some freestyle. What? It's <laughs> <laughs> freestyle rhymes. Man. Oh, right. So, uh, so of course, you know, you're in the docks now, but you don't really know where to hit up for henna So you probably want to like, I don't know. You can just take a look around. You yeah. Keep what I want to do is that guy juggling. I just want to mess him up because I'm in a grumpy mood. Okay. I'm gonna. Yeah. 
So I'm just going to, I'm just going to, he, so he's like juggling in front of everybody. I'm just going to kind of shoulder check him, like walk and shoulder check him. <laughs> okay. Screw that. Guy. Okay. So you walk up behind him. All right. So you walk up behind him and I got, I got to, I'm going to roll a save for this guy just cause right. we'll see. <laughs> so you run up and you like shoulder check him and he actually like makes an even bigger show out of it. Like he like you nudge him and he pretends to like sort of fumble this, the fruit that he's juggling and all this sort of stuff. And, uh, he kind of laughs at you. Uh, and he says like, Hey, Hey, you, you missing something now? And you turn around and on top of like the fruit he's juggling, he's also juggling your coin purse. Oh, I hate that guy already. <laughs> what did you roll over there? <laughs> rolled a 20. <laughs> oh God. Hey, yo mate, that's mine. You best be giving it back. Whoa, looks like it's mine now, Sonny. And before, like, right before your very eyes, like, the coin purse just sort of, like, disappears when it enters into his, you know, hands. <laughs> it's like, it was, like, up in the air, you know, and when it comes down to his hands, it's, like, totally gone. I'm such, I'm in such a worse mood now. <laughs> Oi, this is the wrong time and the wrong place. And I want to just go up and grab his shoulders and be like, give me back my coin purse. You want to, like, threaten him? Yeah. Okay, roll me up. <laughs> Plus four for intimidation <laughs> dude that's a pretty good roll though like so he rolls up to you and uh like or as you're rolling up to him he he can see that you're super pissed off but he kind of like recognizes one of his own and he kind of like takes halfway pity on you and so before you can get like within grabbing distance of him you see your coin purse like kind of launch in the air and it's like coming straight at you awesome do i need to do like a uh acrobatics check to see if I catch it. Well, I, guess, I guess now you do. <laughs> Nine. Okay, you got it. It was an Sweet. easy toss. He gave it to you. I like catch it, but it's like fumbled it a little bit. And brought it. In. Yeah, yeah, there you go. But you catch it like right in the right in your arms. So Sweet. he um he, he says like something snappy about like tipping, you know, it's like, don't forget to leave a tip. And he like, as he's juggling, he like kicks over his hat. That's like, has like some loose coins in it and stuff like that. Hey, yo tip this. And I flip him off. (laughs) And, um, (laughs) so that's fine. He just turns away from you and ignores you. But what you don't know, and you won't know until you get home is that he took two gold coins from your purse already because he knew you weren't going to tip. So (laughs) take those gold away. Oh, all right. So then, uh, who else is around me? Why don't you just keep walking? There's a dude up on yeah. stilts, and there's a guy like. Can I trip that some, guy? Huh? Can I trip that guy? If you really want to. Yep, let's do it. <laughs> hey, yo. Air Torn, the bane F- of all street entertainers. Chaotic good. I'm the only one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you walk up to him, and he's going to give you a save. So you walk up and like his like feet where they are, like don't even start like where your head is and you're a tall dude. So sweet. He, uh, you like walk over to him and you like walk under his legs and as he picks one up, you just like kind of like push it out or whatever. And he's like, and he starts like spinning circles, like on one stilt with the other spilt, like going like clear (laughs) over your head. (laughs) But, uh, he, he regains himself gracefully and like, just kind of like dances away from you. These people suck, man. <laughs> Dude, they do it for a living. All right. I'm going to keep walking. All right. So now you're coming up. There's some guys like 
further up the street on a makeshift stage, like doing some plays, you can see, um, it's a play that's familiar to you. Um, uh, the uh, three halflings, uh, or excuse me, the, the two halfling friends who uh, are enjoying some some friend time in the Shire before uh, they get taken away on their dangerous mission to uh, Mount Doom. <clears throat> and um, and uh, you see some guys singing like acapella even further away from them. And then there's some dudes like kind of over like in this alleyway and you can hear some like beats coming. And these guys are like beatboxing and like freestyling and rhymes and stuff like that. Sweet. Uh, let's go. I'm gonna go to the. Um, I'm gonna watch the play for a little bit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you walk over there. You walk over there, and 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 you realize that uh, it, it's one of the main characters' 111th birthday, and um, he's having a good time. Like all of his cousins are in town, including his cousin Frodo, and they're on stage, like booming their voices and stuff like that. Um, but uh, now as the party is winding down on stage, you know, you see the main character kind of make his way back to his house. And on stage, these guys, for poor actors, like, you know, they do a pretty decent job. But you can, you, you've seen the big plays in the big cities. Um, well, the bigger cities on the, on the big stages. And, um, and, and you know that they often make his house look a lot better than that. But the backdrop that they have, it's kind of kind of shammy but they go in there and there's the wizard character his name's gandalf and he's hiding out in his house as uh <laughs> how long are you gonna keep me going <laughs> this is the best <laughs> and gandalf's in there and he's asking about some piece of jewelry that uh, the character had from times past and Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, you can't help but notice, like Gandalf cuts quite a striking figure, kind of in the darkness on stage. Lit, well, not that he's—it's dark out, but lit by they got some bullseye lamps that are like shooting light up underneath his face, and he's got like some shadows cast everywhere. And air torn, air torn's already done with this. All right, okay. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> all right, let's go. Let's go check out. Um, man, this this place boring is boring, so boring. As as you walk away from the stage. You can hear the character playing the Gandalf uh, shout one of his famous lines. He says, Baggins! And then I just throw one up behind me. <laughs> I'm having still a really bad day. <laughs> All right. So where are you heading now? I'm going to make, I'm going to make my way to, uh, to the beatboxers. I'm just going to, I'm just going to pretend like I'm in an RPG. Check everything. everything. <laughs> <laughs> so let's hear this one. So uh, as you walk in over, you hear you, like the rhyme, the, the sounds of like the beats grow louder, like, and these guys are like, oh, shoot. Oh. And then, like, you can kind of see, like, another dude stepping it up. And he's like, uh, and then another dude, like, just take, he takes a step up into the circle. And he's like, and these guys are just, like, passing beats off back and forth to each other. A little, like, a little, like, circle beatbox battle. And then uh, I'm going to look at him and, and just just shake my head because I don't think that's a real a real talent. <laughs> <laughs> You're great, Rhett. In this story, that is not a real talent. And uh, I'll say, hey, yo, you all need to quit that right now or else I'm going to knock an arrow. <laughs> <laughs> so, so these dudes, like, they all, like, look up at you and, and like, one guy kind of steps forward and he's like, <laughs> he's like, uh, dang, I worked out the voice on the way here. <laughs> Hey, what you talking about, mate? Hey, <laughs> uh, yo, are you from the same brothers I am, bro? 
<laughs> we sound like we weren't we went to elementary school together. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dang it, I did do your voice. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, mate, what's this? What's this knock and arrow business you be talking about, mate? Hey, yo, I'll not, I'll stop knocking an arrow. Have you? Uh, is there any famous people around here today? <laughs> famous people? That ain't what we about, brother. Hey, yo, right now, do you know where this Hennedy character is? Cause I, I saw some flyers for him. I'm gonna go check him out. And you can kind of like see the circle like of these dudes like kind of all like laughing, and the guy like steps up to you and he's like, Hennedad, yo, bro, what you want with Hennedad? Listen here, I'm gonna bust a little, I'm gonna bust a little freestyle, and then you, if I do that, will you give me that business? What you were freestyling? Eton, Eton, he alone. Friends have all left. Now he have none. Give me the, give me the effing information, mate. Yo, brother, that ain't too bad. My name is Hannah Dodd. You know what up? Oh, you are blood? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, why you be looking for me? Man, I heard you were just in town. I want us to check it all out. You got any big performances coming up? He goes, yeah, man, I got some stuff that might need help, but shh, not some from some poser walking around pretending to be air torn. You know what up? Posing? You know what you Blood, you know who you talking about? Yo, man, all I know is that Aratorn took out years ago, dog. He ain't even been heard of since. Hey, yo, bruv. Let me show you what it's all about to be Aratorn. Show me. Well, bruv, let me... Let, when was the last time you saw Aratorn? Before he got run out of town by the Baron, that's for sure. So, boss, tell me, what makes you think I should believe that you're Aratorn? Listen here, bruv. Let me go ahead and break it down. Everyone! So gather on the masses. You see Ertorn in sight. He is such a delight, and he'll break you off in a s- spite. <laughs> <laughs> so as you like start doing this, like these dudes, like they all start kind of like circling around you, and they're like nodding their heads a little bit. You can even see some like people off the streets, like they just guided to your like natural bard's voice. But you can see like a couple of them is or like one of them is like a dude wearing the uh, like the city watch um outfit and he kind of like stands off in the distance and you kind of like catch him out of the corner of your eye and he like waves over some other dudes and like henna dodd like looks up and he's like oh hell no sorry to break this up short but we gotta go uh, and he basically like says you know some like code word or whatever and he's like pineapple <laughs> everybody just like splits and run like runs in all sorts of directions the fuzz (laughs) (laughs) all right cool so uh i'm gonna naturally follow hennadon okay cool so as you're running like you realize this dude like he is athletic but so are you so um what i'm gonna need you i want you to roll two d6s do you have two nope i got one here so roll two 11 total Okay, dude, so as you're running, like, you got no qualms keeping up with this guy. Like, he's got long legs, your legs are longer. Um, while some people, like, ran down the other way through the alley, like, Hennadod takes his way out straight through the front, and he, like, pushes over a guard, and he says, Ha, sucker boy! <laughs> this is the best. <laughs> and you, te- like, keep on running with him. <clears throat> and as you're going through the docks area, like, you know, the dock side of town, uh, like, you're coming up on, like, a kind of like a street market type of thing. And um, you're going to have to roll me two D6s again. Nine. Nine. Okay, you got no problem. So 
Uh, he like leaps over like a cart, like carrying some fruit, and he like tips it over. And I do one of those parkour hand one handers. Oh yeah, dude. oh yeah, like right over it. And he like looks back at you, and he kind of like gives you a little smile. But you can see like more guardsmen like coming in from like other angles and stuff like that. And he like gets all straight faced, and he keeps running. He's like trying to outrun you. Like he doesn't he doesn't want you to keep up with him. But as you're going, you kind of like wind through on the other side of the market. And you're coming out like now. There's like a uh, like a horse and cart like blocking your way, and he kind of does like one of these things. He like slides like right under it. You're gonna have to give me two d six rolls. Five. Oof. Damn. So as you're running, <laughs> like he slides under, and you try to do the same thing, but like you uh, you get kind of like stuck underneath, and he starts like kind of breaking away a little bit. But you scramble back out and you get up, and he's a little ways ahead of you now. It's like kind of hard to keep track. But these guards are coming up on you, and one of them's about to grab you. Um, roll me two d sixes again. I like these. Four. Four. Oh no! <laughs> so they like go to take a swing at you, and you duck like right under it, and you like rip your grip free, and you start booking it, trying to get up, uh, caught up with Henadad. He kind of like looks back, and he's like stunned when he sees you, kind of like right behind him. Uh, but this time he like goes up right against these like barrels that are like near this like kind of low hanging roof, and he just like bounces off one bounces up and like grabs the roof and like pulls himself up and now he's up there give me 2d6 12 oh Woo. nice dude so you just like rush up there and you don't even have one to like finger <laughs> you just like jump on the barrel you jump up onto the next crate and you like put your foot on the wall and you like jump up you give your kind of like like a jackie chan like wall climb situation oh, yeah, like that and you just like whoosh like launch yourself up onto the roof like no problem like now you're right up on Henada, and he's like he's like damn may where'd you learn those moves bruv i told you time and time again i'm at home and now he's jumping across the roof and uh, there's like lots of like tin roofing like some clay tiles like some wooden beams like assassin's creed status stuff you know because i've been doing that in every episode anyway (laughs) so (laughs) we might as well keep the cannon all right so he's like rushing across um you're coming up he like jumps down off this thing and he does like a little roll give me 2d6 seven seven all right so you come jumping down and uh, you do the matching roll, and luckily, like you decided to jump like and land right where he is, because like as you get to your feet, like you look over and you can see like a rotten wooden roof right there. And if you would have fallen there, like you would have fallen and probably broken your leg. And you keep going, and now he kind of like jumps out onto this like narrow wooden beam, and he's like crossing over. You're gonna have to give me two d six. Eight. Damn. You don't even like. He's all like got his arms out for balance. Like you rush out, and he and you just like. Like cross it really quick, and he looks back at you and he's like, "Yo, for real, mate, you ain't gonna be able to follow me much longer. I'm gonna have to lose you up here. Ain't gonna happen, bro." And he keeps running, and uh, now you can kind of see like you guys are climbing back up again, and you're running around along like the edge of like this roof, like where it meets up, and over there, like you can see like the the port, kind of like where the ships come in, and on the other side, you can kind of see like old town spread out on the other. And um, and you guys are like going higher and higher and higher, and you realize like all of a sudden you're on the back of this church. Leaps over this thing, and he kind of like does like a little like wall skip thing, and he like comes down, rolls up to his feet. You gonna be able to follow him? Four. Oh, so you can't finagle it. You come running over there, and you just like jump, whoosh, and you like miss the walls, but you slide down, and you like catch yourself between these two narrow walls, kind of like Splinter Cell status. Yeah. 
and you like slide down and you get on your feet and as you run out you step on like a, a loose slippery like red clay tile give me a roll eight yeah that is eight sorry I thought that was a seven nice one so uh so you um seven on a d6 what am I dude I don't even know what you're saying <laughs> so you come out and you slip on this clay tile and it like shook, like slips out from under your foot but you like catch yourself and you keep running and you can see like the the tile just like shook, like slid down the roof and like shattered on the ground you're just like geez another one but anyway you catch up with Henadot again and he like kind of jumps down onto the onto the city street again and he kind of like pulls up his hood a little bit like tightens his jacket around him and he like looks back at you and he's like Maybe you are the real Airtorn. I told you, bro. It's me. He goes, look, you really are the real Airtorn. Maybe you can give me a helping hand here. So he um, he kind of like ducks through. And like there's people walking on the street and stuff. But you guys are on like a way less busy street. And he, he kind of weaves through some people. And he takes you kind of to like a weird, a weird little like workshop status thing. So he looks back at you and he's like, yo, man, if you are the real Airtorn, there is something you can help me with. Bro, for a bard in need, I got your back. And he's like, yo, brother, I, I hope you don't care. I ain't a real bard. I'm just a poser. You know what I ain't? Like, man, and then I want to punch him in the face. You want to <laughs> punch him in the face? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So give me a roll, D20. Eight. So you go to take a swing at him and he just kind of like, he like swings out of the way and he's like, yo, what up, mate? Hey, you know the rules. If you're a poser, you deserve to get clocked one. Yo, man, I was just trying to give you the respect you deserve, but after that. Yo, the real respect is the one that you don't be posing. I <laughs> <Aight>, blood. <laughs> and he's like, yo, look, I'm going to forget about that. You impress, you impress my crew back there in the alleyway and you impress me the way you, you hang. So, look, I got a regular appointment I keep this day every week. You going to help me or what? Yo, what's it all about? Yo, yeah, just keep up, all right? If you are the real air torn, you ain't going to shy away from this one. Hell yeah, let's go. So he uh, takes you kind of like through these streets and he takes you to like basically kind of like this big old pub and it's like from what you've seen, it's like one of the like more raucous like kind of um, like taverns near the docks and in it you can hear people like shouting and hollering and like you hear like some mugs shattering from the inside and you like open it up and there's just like smoke pouring out and like people smoke and drink and fight and like there's some dudes like kind of tumble out of the doorway and Pen and Dodd just like walks past him like it was no big deal and he heads in there <clears throat> I like look at him and then I just follow back here <laughs> right behind him so you go in and it's like kind of dark in there but there's like you know candles and kind of like light everywhere and um he walks like right past he's like waves the the dude at the bar and these guys are just like all hooting and hollering and basically like a regular lunchtime tavern for like dock workers and all this sort of stuff they get po boy sandwiches (laughs) (laughs) you do for real (laughs) philly cheesesteak like (laughs) you know you can smell the food like on the grill just like you're just like oh and uh, he like gives like the finger signal to the dude on the bar at behind the bar and he walks up on stage and he gets up there and leaves you standing there. What are you going to do? Um, let's see. 
I'm going to get a drink at the bar first. Yeah, okay. So you walk over there, you grab a drink. At the the dude's like, yo, you with Hennadod? Hell yeah, I'm with Hennadod. Who, who are you? He's like, don't worry about it. It's on the house. And he like slides you over a mug of ale. Hell yeah. Slides you over a delicious Ninkasi domination. <laughs> Total domination. Sponsors of? <laughs> uh, so you grab the you grab the mug of ale. You Chug take a it sip. in one go. Oh, dude, the bartender just looks at you and he's like, oof. <laughs> he's like, that was my dirtiest stuff. <laughs> well, bro, I... <coughs> I feel it already. Hennadod like looks over at you, and you can like see him like give a whistle, and you look over, and he's like pointing at you, like, "Oh, you calling me out, son? <laughs> All right." And I do this little like shuffle up to the <laughs> up to the bar or up to the stage. What's up, bro? And from kind of like off stage a little bit, like he goes over there and he like goes and grabs basically like a a lute or a guitar, probably just something, a guitar. So he grabs his guitar and he wa- and he comes out on stage. He's like, "So what you say? You're gonna help me entertain these folk, man? Let's do this." So he starts like strumming out some sort of song, you know, <clears throat> and he starts like singing some words. He's like, "You know that love is a very serious thing. He can do anything. Never be afraid to holler with a note there." And I'm thinking, but everybody's just like eating it up. And he like looks at you, and you can tell like he kind of doubles back on this part. And uh, you're gonna have to give me just something in your best your best singing voice. Budge, man, here we go. <clears throat> hey, yo. It's all around the town. Fire, a straight fire. Will you be around or retired? Retired. Your beast from the left. Uh, out of sight. And beast on the right. Man, they too might. <laughs> nice. The crowd just like goes crazy over it when you like let off your first uh, when you let off those words and he's like playing some notes like kind of matching what you were singing on the guitar like doing all this sort of stuff and anyway like the rest of the kind of like lunchtime goes much the same way like everybody just like eats it up like he sings something and like gives you the cue and you just like let it rip and kind of when you're done like you figure out like you guys weren't ever like you weren't playing any like well-known songs you guys were just kind of like riffing and jamming and like doing vibing vibing off each other you know doing your own thing and he eventually like puts the guitar away and he like gets off stage and you follow him and he's like he's like damn brother if that ain't if that ain't the best jam session i've ever had like shh. yo blood it was straight fire and he's like hell yeah man i believe you're the real outron what up hey yo blood um honestly dog i'm just looking to make a little cash Maybe enough to buy a loot, maybe a ukulele, something, something I need. He, uh, you guys like get off stage, and uh, he kind of like walks away and heads out the door, and he gives the look to the bartender again, and you follow him out there, and he's like, he's like, yo, man, one thing I can't wrap my head around though is like, when you running out of town last time, like, what bring you back after that, like, yo, man, it's a long story, but I ended up Shanghai on a boat, 
with two busters <laughs> that I'm now apparently friends with. This little one stinks so bad. But I'm trying I'm just trying to trying to get get a new loot. I might leave them after that. I don't know what really I'm doing right now besides that. Oh, little one, man. Tell me you ain't traveling with no busters. Dude, no gnome. gnome, dude. Oh. That gnome. You know how much Eton is known for hating gnomes. They say it be like it is. Oh, they say it be like a do. No. <laughs> hey, yo, bro, are you from the streets? <laughs> they don't say it be like it is, but it do. <laughs> Word. Um, and he goes, damn, brother, I'm so sorry to hear that. Well, look, I got everything I need. I believe you, man. And he's like, but I need to know, like, where's where is your legendary instrument at? Like. Man, that fool Bick. You know who Bick is at the um, over at the old kettle, yeah. At the old kettle, man. That Buster pulled it off, and he was. I, I'll be honest, I got him pretty drunk, and uh, he he pulled it off when I got him drunk, man. And he just dropped it. <sighs> there, that's irreplaceable. You telling me that your instrument was here in Bravik the whole time you were gone? The whole time. <sighs> like turns away, and he's like, I could, I could, I could have. Man, you say that a little louder. What'd you say? I could have, I could have taken it. I could have used it. You I telling me it just sat up above some weak ass fireplace? I won't punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna punch him? Yeah. Take a swing. What? <laughs> you like go to take another punch in the face, and he just like grabs your arm and he like flips you in such a way he like swings you over his hip, but you land it like. You're on your feet. Fl- he flips you, and you like land on your feet, and he like spins you around. You just like come around. And you're like, "Hey, uh. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, mate." You, like, go you ever tried that shit around me again, boy? I'm gonna bust you up. Thirteen. <laughs> Are you trying to get? <laughs> yeah. So you go to like take another swing at him, and he just like, like Bruce Lee, like <laughs> chopped your arm out of the way, and he's like, "Bust a mad game." <laughs> Man, you know I'm just playing with you. He's like, hell yeah, brother. That what up? So, and he goes, look, man. So you're telling me that Airtorn is back in Bravik, and he ain't got nothing but the clothes on his back? Well, I mean, I got a dagger and a bow and arrow. What'd it do? Shoot, son. Look at me, man. I got somebody you have to meet. You follow? Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. So you want to run through the streets again? <laughs> I could use some exercise. <laughs> so you guys like make your way, just like talking about stuff. He like tells you about like one crazy show he had like one time, um, you know, and, and he kind of like tells you as you guys are walking, he's like, yeah, you know, I've never been a real bard. I've never been like real one for like the, the barons and the baronesses or the lords or uh, any of the rich folk. Like, I got my start on the streets. I stay out the streets. I can keep it real, you know? Yo, that's what I'm saying, bro. And what you should do is go ahead and talk to my peeps at the College of Valor. The College of Valor will hook you up, even if you don't like being a bard, a pish-posh bard, you know, talking to all the, all the queens and kings. Man, F them. You go do you. He like nods at what you saying. He's like, for real, man. You think I can make it over there? Hell yeah, you can make it over there. If Airtone can make it over there, you can make it over there. For real. You guys keep walking, making your way downtown. Walking back. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you guys are going, and uh, 
he brings you kind of like halfway between docks and like old town. Like you're pretty w- well away from the water now. And it's like, there's like less shacks, like more, you know, sturdy buildings and so all that sort of stuff. But he takes you kind of winding through these streets and, you, and, and you're lucky that you had him because without him, like you probably would have got lost. Like as a part of town, you'd never been to before. And as you go in, you kind of like get to this building and, and kind of like through the windows and like kind of through the walls, it's like you can almost smell like wood oil and like wax and like all of these like, uh, you know, crafty sorts of smells. And, uh, um, shit, what's his name? Henna Dodd. He, uh, looks back at you and he goes, yo, look, brother. Well, I'm about to show you. You can't ever show another living soul. You know what up? Yeah, word, man. So he like cracks open the door and um, he goes, he goes, yo, man, you here? It's kind of like silent for a second. Like you can hear like some like rough, like strumming on some sort of like stringed instrument inside. Just like a nice little note. Yo, Lajawadi, what up? There's nothing. And he goes. He goes, yo, look, brother, come on in. Stay right here by the door while I go out back, all right? I don't. I don't. So, he closes the door behind you, and he kind of, like, prances in. He goes, yo, old man, what, you need to get your hearing checked again? What up? And the strumming stops, and you can hear this, like, grumbling out back. And he's like, hey, what are you talking to me about like that? And he goes, yo, man, you even hear what I say? He kind of, like, looks up. You can kind of see him sort of around the corner in the back, and he's like, I ain't hear it. I ain't hear nothing. So, Hannah Dodd like looks back over at you and he like waves you up and you come you come over there kind of like in the back of this like workshop area. There's like a work table in the middle and all this sort of stuff. And um, and you come around and you like see this dude and he's kind of like a Khajiit. Let's just bring him in <laughs> Skyrim style. <laughs> he's basically like uh, an, an old dwarf. And you realize, like, he's pretty far removed from, like, the dwarf quarter where all the dwarves live. But you don't think much of it. Like, a lot of those dwarves are actually from Wurzburg uh, rather than, like, born in Bravik. And he looks at you and he goes, and goes, oh, what's this one then? Hey, yo. Do you even know who I am? I'm Anton Schnigglesby. He kind of like, <laughs> is that really your last yeah. name? <laughs> No wonder I can never remember. I have everybody's <laughs> last name except for yours. I'm like, what the f- is his last name again? Schnigglesby. Totally Schnigglesby. Oh, okay. So he looks, looks at you and he goes, Air Torn Schnigglesby have not been in these parts for like... <laughs> yeah, a long time. Why does he have like a Brooklyn accent all of a sudden? <laughs> and he goes, just... You really expect me to believe that you're Air Torn Schnigglesby? Hey, yo. Hannah died preach and he looks over him and he's like Lajawadi this dude's a real deal like he came over he kicked a freestyle with me and my crew over in the alleyway then he I don't know how we done it but he followed me all the way uh to Bessie's club like over over near the uh the the port and he jammed with me up on stage like we didn't even play any regular songs like he just kept up on his own you know what I'm saying and uh, Lajawadi, the dwarf, he like looks over at you, and he's like, "So, what? Do, 
What do you want from me then, huh? Hey, yo, bro. I'm looking for a new instrument. I seem to have misplaced mine because Bic is a big jerk. <laughs> and I'm just trying to get that back. So what? You want me to like, exp- like just take every sob story I hear like just from any old yokel who walks in through the door? Any old yokel? I'm going to punch this dude in the face. <laughs> Are you going to punch him? Hopefully. <laughs> 11. So you like go to punch this. Modifier I can use. (laughs) You just like go to take a swing at this old man and he like dodges you pretty handily. And he's like, and he's like, hey, none of that garbage in here. You know what up? Listen to me. You want me to make you an instrument or what? Can I do a persuasion check? (laughs) Give me a persuasion check. Okay. uh, That's going to be, that's 20 total. My persuasion is plus nine, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> so uh, you give him like an impassioned speech about like making an instrument. And he goes, you will have your instrument heard all over the land. It's because it's coming from Airtorn, the most famous bard in this whole world. <laughs> it, it's a win, win, win for you. And he's like, gonna carry my loot all across the world huh and i'm gonna slap a sticker on it with your name <laughs> how does that sound and he's like, i don't know he like grumbles to himself and all this sort of stuff he goes you really are air torn aren't you only the real air torn would have come in here and demanded my make him something and i don't even know you of course he would and he like kind of like sucks a breath in between his teeth but before then you hear like the front door like open. It's like, and like closes behind. Like you take a peek over there and Lajwadi like looks at Hanadad and he's like, yo, who's here? And Hanadad's like, he's like, just lay low, just lay low. And like Lajwadi like takes a step back and like does all this sort of stuff. And this, these uh, three dudes like kind of walk in, like kind of like taking a step, you know, doing this whole thing. And, um, these dudes like take a step forward and you look over and actually like you realize that uh, one of the faces looks like really familiar to him. To I'm you. doing one of those cross-eyed looks like what? And he looks over at you and he goes So you made it all the way to Bravik, huh? Oh, brava! And uh, you remember this guy's name. His name was never said, but you remember his name is Nassim, and he was like the second in command on the Curio when you guys escaped from your cages. And um, he was like a particularly kind of like douchey guy. Um, I'm going to just like kind of, I'm going to, I have my dagger on me mm-hmm. on my right side. So I'm going to kind of just put my hand behind my back and just kind of place it there because mm-hmm. I know some trouble might mm-hmm. pop off. And he, like, looks at you and he goes, you know, if I had known what that what that fool Ferdinand was carrying, I don't think I would have let you guys go as easily as I did. What do you think he was carrying, bruv? I don't know exactly what it is, but I know what it's worth. And if you have it, you'd be in your best interest to give it to me right now. Well, blood, I don't think that's going to happen, but I can assure you, I do not have it. And he goes, then you're going to take me right out of this place, and you're going to point me to who does have it. I think you're going to end up paying for this loot that I'm about to get. And he, like, looks over at you, and he, like, f- he like sees, like, kind of like an expensive, 
looking type of instrument like hanging on the wall and he pulls it off and he's got two dudes standing behind him by the way and he like pulls this thing off the wall and he like holds it kind of in his hands and before you could even react he like just hurls this thing at your head and it makes like a little like whistling sound as it like zooms past your head it's like (laughs) 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 and you like dodge it just in time now uh, roll for initiative got 11 oh i get a plus four i use my initiative plus four right okay yeah so 15 all right so like you guys are kind of in these like cramped confines of an area but you realize um as this thing like whistles past your head like henadod pulls a dagger kind of like out from somewhere he had it hidden you you couldn't even tell where it was from and uh, he like lunges at nasim like right in front of you with his dagger trying to take a swing and he misses now it's your turn um. Hey, yo, bruv, let me show you how it's really done, and I'm gonna do the same thing with a dagger. With a, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna ready my dagger. Okay, so you pull out your dagger and you take a swing. Give me a roll. All right, shoot. So you just like whip your dagger out right at Nassim, and you like go to take a nice little slash at him, and um, yeah, you hit him. So give me one d four. That's three. So five. that's a five damage. So you do five damage to Nassim. That's pretty good. Um, okay, so now his goons like close in around and uh, like one has kind of like a nasty looking like cudgel with some like nails hanging out of it like a club. Gross. And he like goes to take a swing at you. And what's your armor, uh, your AC? Uh, 14. Okay, he misses you. So he swings his cudgel at you and you dodge it with your reflexes. Yeah, just one of those numbers. The other goon goes to take a swing at Henadot. And just, like, misses, like, terribly. Um, now Nassim's turn. He goes to, like, take a swing at you, too. And he totally misses. Um, before you guys go again, um, Lajawadi, like, he's like, Hey, cut it out. I got expensive stuff in here. And um, <laughs> you feel intent on making sure you don't break anything. But, of course, you can't let Nassim just, like, keep going. So... Uh, Henadod takes his dagger again and he like goes to swing it right at uh, uh, the goon that attacked him. And he hits this goon with his dagger just like kind of impales him like right in the arm like straight through the meat. Um, does pretty, he does three damage. Okay. Um, so now it's your turn. Hey yo, listen bro. Nassim. I can still let you out of this. Or I'm going to go for it. And you're going to be in trouble, mate. So you can just leave right now if you need to. Can I try it? <laughs> what? You wanna I, I want to try to persuade him. Yeah, go ahead. All right. 14. Not good enough. <laughs> um, so he's just like, you want to stop this? Give me what Ferdinand had and give it to me now. Or there's going to be more problem than you know what to do with. What kind of problem is that? And uh, I'm going to say, sorry, you used your action to try and persuade. So uh, the goon tries to take a swing at you again. And he misses. The other goon goes to take a swing at Henadod. And he misses. And now it's Nassim's turn. And uh, Nassim, he's just like, takes another swing at you. He's got a, did I say what kind of weapon he had before? No. 
he's got like a sword. He goes to take another swing at you and just like totally misses. You'd like he goes to swim at your swing at your midriff and you just kind of like like bend out of the way. And now it's Hinnadot's turn again. Um, but um, Lajawadi in the back, he's like, "Got it out, or I'm gonna have to go get the guards." Hey, little man, old man, knock it off back there. We're trying to help you out, bro. Uh, Hinnadot missed. Now it's your turn. Uh, I'm gonna need to uh, take my dagger turn it around to the butt of the dagger mm-hmm. and I'm just gonna I'm gonna beat Nassim over the head okay because I'm gonna give him one more shot okay to stop so that's what I'm gonna do do I use I don't yeah, use plus that five. right okay so third 12 12 okay you missed so you like go to like hit him with the butt of the dagger and he like blocks it kind of like with his arms he just like blocks your arms um and it's He's gonna. The goon's gonna take another swing at you with his cudgel, and he hits you with the cudgel. Sick. And he does two damage. So this thing just like wham, like hits you like right across oh. the chest, basically. Like oh mate. You kind of feel the nails like dig at you a little bit. The other guy goes to take a swing at Henadod. Oof. And he goes to, like, take a swing with his mace at Henadod, and he spins it around, and Henadod, like, deflects his club, and it, like, slams into the wall, and he, like, spins around his dagger, and he jams it, like, right into the neck with a nice little counterattack sort of thing. So this goon, like, drops dead. Big up to you, Henadod! That's a block So now Nassim goes to take a swing at Henadod, who's, like, cleaning blood off his dagger. And he hits him, so he takes his sword and he just like brings it up and he whoosh, like slashes across and he lashes right across Hanadod's arm, like drawing this like red line straight across it. Okay, now it's Hanadod's turn. Hanadod takes a swing at Nassim and totally misses. Now it's your turn. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take another swing at Nassim. Do it. Turn him. I was like, I gave you one last chance last time, and I turn it. I just flip it back around. Like overhand status, eleven, and you missed again. Dang it! Um, the last goon goes to take a swing at you. Oh my god, are these people ever gonna land a hit? <laughs> um, he misses. Nassim goes to take a swing at Henadot again, and he hits him. Oof! For two. Um. Henadod, like, so he swings his sword over again, and, like, Henadod tries to dodge, and this time it just, like, cuts his leg. He's just like, oh, God! He's it's like, all get right. him here, Torn! We'll get him, bro. Don't worry. Uh, now he's going to take a swing at Nassim again, though. And he hits him! And he hits him for two. Your turn. I'm going to use uh, Bardric Inspiration. Okay. On uh, Henadon. Okay. Which will add a D6 to him. Okay. Do you have to cast it? For the next 10 minutes. Um, yeah, give me a roll. Yeah, that's a success. So, um, since he's a willing target, he uh, takes it and he gets a plus 1D6 to damage or what? Um, he gets creature gains one Bardric inspiration die at D6. Uh, the next 10 minutes, the creature can roll the die and add the number rolled to one ability check, attack roll, or saving throw it makes. Oh, just one of them. Okay, cool. That's no problem. So he like feels your surge of power going through him. 
Uh, the goon is going to yeah. take a Oh, I have a song. I can do the song. Let's hear it. Right. Hey, yo, stand up, stand up. You got this, bro. Stand up, stand <laughs> up. You can do it, sucker. And he's like, oh, yeah. That would Pump up the volume. <laughs> so the other guy, he like goes to take a swing at you as he hears you like singing this. And he misses. Oh, my God. Now Nassim goes to take a swing at you. And he misses. And what I just is started happening? laughing. I just, <laughs> you gotta try harder. Hinnadod swings at the other goon that's kind of like on the other side of you. He like tries to take a little duck and slice action with his dagger and he hits the goon. Boom. And he does three damage to him. Nice. So the, he like slices in right across the goon's stomach and he's just like, Ugh, now it's your turn. And then I'm going to look back at. Um at uh what's his face nasim okay. go for it again turn the dagger up come in hot 18 oof you hit him give me that damage eight. Oh my god are you serious yeah three plus my oh no sorry six oof still alive okay so uh you like come in with a dagger and you just like and you like pale it like right into his shoulder and he's like and he's fighting he like grabs your wrist and you're just like pressing it down even deeper doing all this thing and he grabs your wrist and he like pulls it out and he like throws you kind of and you like stagger off a little bit and um, before you can like regain your footing like you see he's like beating it for the door like you got like one last chance if you can pass your roll uh, in fact yeah let's see roll a d20 yeah 18, son. Oof. You just like take your dagger, whatever, as he's running. You like flip it around. You just like throw it at him. And, yeah. like, and it goes like right into his back. And uh, he like hits the door and he like tr- trying to like work the handle. And he like, and he like rolls over and his like face is going white. And he just like slides down the wall like and like sits on his butt. You can kind of see like he's in agony like right before the life just like leaves his eyes and the goon like looks up at you and he like panics and he's like oh oh god he like goes to take like one other swing at you oh my god (laughs) he missed (laughs) um so now it's henadod's turn it'll take a swing at him missed (laughs) and now it's your turn hey yo bruv sorry but you got the chance to get out of here and you didn't take it (laughs) (laughs) so you don't even you don't have your dagger but you like walk over to this goon and you just like you like do a little like bruce lee move he like tries to swing his cudgel at you and you like block it and you like punch him in the stomach a few times and then you like punch him like right in the throat you can one of those yeah dude and you can feel his like trachea just like collapse as you punch it it's just like and he's like and just like falls over yeah. and hits the ground. Right before he falls and hits the ground, I go, hey, yo, go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so you guys won the fight. Congratulations. Woo! Um, like Hanadod looks at you and he's just like, and Lajawadi comes back in and he's like, what are we going to do with these bodies? The accent has changed like seven times. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tony Danza, it's okay. Don't worry about it. We'll find out. Hey, yo, bro, we can, we can dump them at the docks. Ain't no big deal. 
It's the middle of the day, you idiot. Yeah, do you have a tarp? <laughs> Hanadah just like looks over and he's like, chill, old man. Chill. I'm going to take care of this. I'm going to get my crew over here. I'm going to take... You guys don't have to do a damn thing, all right? Look, like, just help me. Help me get these guys over here and wrap them up. And so, like, you help him, like, kind of take these dudes, like, kind of out back a little bit. And you guys, like, wrap them up and all this sort of thing. And you go back in. Uh, Hanadah looks at you and he's like, yo, look. Talk to this man. I brought him here because I think he can do a special thing for you, all right? You're like, all right. So you head back in there and... Uh, Lajawadi is just like right back to work like nothing even happened like he doesn't even care about the blood on his floor like <laughs> uh, and you can see he's like oiling up this like nice piece of wood that he's like sort of like he's like sanding down by hand and then like adding like some oil and like you know doing all this sort of stuff to it hey yo, hey yo Lajawadi what you making over there bro I feel like I did you a favor kept your shop relatively safe how about we talk about that instrument now? And he looks at you and he goes, you know, son, I, I used to make instruments for kings. You know what that means? It means jack crap to me, man. I'm air torn. Lord Hadric one time entertained all of his court playing on a lute that I made with my bare hands. I mean, that sounds like a good idea. And I, I told you, you could be my sponsor. And he looks at you and he just kind of like goes back to work for a second and he stops and he looks up at you again. And he's just like, you'll carry my mark wherever you go, huh? Bro, I'll carry it on my back. As long as Big doesn't break it, I'm good. And he kind of looks at you and goes back to work for a second and stops and looks at you it's been a long time since anyone's worthwhile ever ever fingered any of my babies you know what I mean (laughs) (laughs) hey man I'm a finger to the best of my ability he goes look what I do my work it needs time. You understand that, right? How much time we talking, bro? I mean, I only got the rest of today. Look, I can't give it to you today. You can take this if you want. And he like slides across like some other sort of like stringed instrument you've never seen. But as you like play it, like strum a chord on it, you know, you realize like it's not a good instrument. It's like a beginner's level thing. And he goes, that was my son's, believe it or not. I didn't make it. <laughs> My hands are never make something that garbage. Perfect. Well, I guess I can use this for now. How long is it going to take for the other one to be made? You can't rush these things. You understand me, Aratorn? I understand, mate. Well, how long, though? And he looks at you, and he's like, look, paper right behind you. Give me paper. <laughs> you pass him down some paper and all this sort of stuff, and he takes out a pen and some ink, and he starts like scribbling down some stuff, and he goes, for me to make this stuff the best way that I know how, I'm going to need a few things over the next couple weeks. You understand me? Man, yeah, I can do that. Good. Um, and he like keeps scribbling down some stuff, and he's like, some of this stuff is going to be easy to find. Some of this stuff is going to be hard to find. You understand me? How hard is the hardest thing? I mean, this can't be that bad. I don't know. I've never had to go out and find my own things. <laughs> uh, and he goes, look, 
You keep bringing me this stuff, I'll make sure that you have a brand new loot. A loot fit for a king before you leave Bravik. You get me? I get you, man. Give me that list. Let me see what's on it. So he hands you the list. Uh, like one of which is like a phoenix's feather. Another one is... Um, Unicorn pube. <laughs> All right, you said it. There it is. Sweet. Another one's like the pube of a unicorn. <laughs> and another one is like crushed up, pulverized, like powdered tiger testicles. And you're just like... Seriously? What? In your mind, you're like, what does that have to do with anything? But you look at it and you're like, all right, I'll get you this stuff or whatever you say. Oi. Consider it done. And he's like, you play on my instrument, you're going to make... The gods weep. You understand me? Man, I don't even believe in that. What the f***? <laughs> <laughs> they weep anyway. <laughs> but I, I know a guy who knows a guy who is going to be into that, mate. And I'll make him weep in lieu of the other, the other dudes. And he looks at you for one second. He goes, you really think you can find everything on that list? I'm hoping once I get the list from my DM that I'll know what's on it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, all right. Um, and so you like kind of head towards the door and before you do, like he shouts out to you one more time and he's like, he's like, Hey, yeah, torn. You like turn back to him. Yo, I don't even remember your name, but what's up? It's Lajawadi. <laughs> and he goes, uh, he goes, just tell me one thing before you go. How was the Baron's daughter? Dude, it was the <laughs> ba- And then I just leave. <laughs> Um, as you're like walking down the street, like Henna Dodd like chases up to you and he's like, and he's like, yo, brother, what up? He's like, man, that was some dope stuff. I've never seen Lajawadi take to anybody like that. That is some seriously cool stuff, brother. Hey, thanks, mate. I'm going to need a favor from you. Yo, anything. Yo, I need you to, I need you to cause a little bit of grief in that little gnome that follows me around life. <laughs> Can you... <laughs> Can you and your homies make that happen? Oh, and he's like, oh, brother, you know what up? I hate those gnomes, man. You taught me how to hate them when you were in Bravik before. Brav. I'm going to show you how we do here in this town. Brav, I'm saying don't kill him nothing. <laughs> don't kill okay, him. Okay, fine. If you got to draw a line, fine. That's cool. No biggie. I'm just saying, let's, dude, let's, let's give him a wedgie and throw him in the river. All right, cool, man. I like the way you Hell roll. Yo, man. look, you go, get, you go keep yourself dry and warm, all right? I'm going to go back there. I'm going to take care of this. I got my crew coming up to Lodge. Why are we going to take those guys out back and dump them out the docks? Word. So you make your way back through town. And it's like, luckily, you kind of like remember. You kind of you kind of have like a knack for remembering the city. So you kind of make your way back to a street that you remember. And um, you, you ask someone and they point you back in the right direction. And you get on the main road. And, and uh, you're kind of surprised to see like, you know, it's kind of late afternoon. It's getting there doing all that stuff. And, and, uh, you get back to the the old kettle, and uh, you kind of feel good about the fact that you have an instrument to play now. Uh, you know, it's not the best thing. It's actually, like, worse than the last one you had, but at least you have something again. Bro, I already tried to play it. It never stays in tune. <laughs> but you feel really good about the fact that, like, someday soon, you're going to have a loot fit for kings. Um, so uh, you make your way back into the old kennel, close the door behind you and take a seat at the bar. And before long, like Yom Horn and, and, and Philly Duke, like take a seat next to you. And they look just kind of like, you know, like they had rough days and uh, you don't even bother asking like Bick walks over to you guys and he like, 
pours y'all mugs of ale and he slides over and he goes, man, you guys all look like crap. What happened? Before you get, before anybody can really like say any, before you can say anything anyways, like Yamhorn and Eratorn are just like, you would not believe it if I even said it, you know, like, oh, it's just same old, same old. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, yo, mate. It's just one of those days. Today was a good day. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. All right. Well, if it's cool to you, I think that's like. Yeah, man. Was that fun? That was fun. Cool. That was cool. So I guess until next time, I've been Rhett, your DM. And I've been Boz as Atom. So grab your sword and keep on adventuring. Follow us across all platforms with Chaotic Amateurs. Please subscribe, rate, and review our show on your podcast app of choice to help us climb the charts and find new adventurers. Or become a patron on Patreon to help our heroes continue their quest. Thank you for listening to Chaotic Amateurs. Chaotic Amateurs.